This week, Mostly Technical is brought to you by Lara Jobs, the official Laravel job board. Now, here's Ian and Aaron. Hello, sir. Good morning. How we doing? Great. Another week. Monday. We record these on Mondays. It's like we're right on it. It's like I this feel like is this the how we very kick off the first. Week. This is the first thing I do every yeah. week. Is right. I go, I go, I get the kids in the car, and then I go get coffee, and then I come back here and I talk to you. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. I would have never thought I'd like the Monday podcast schedule, but I don't know, I feel like it's working for me. It's like, yeah, we get started, get the brain mm-hmm. going. Like energized. Mondays are Mondays are my call days, and I don't super mm. I don't super love I've got like three or four meetings after this. And I don't love that part. I would yeah, love I to like, like I would love to have a nice kickoff in the morning and then be able to like start the week. But instead, right. it's I'm starting <laughs> the week all day long. It's like, OK, we're going to do a bunch of calls about what we're going to do this week. Oh, oh man, I don't know. You got to talk to these people on Monday calls. That doesn't. I know. That doesn't sound right to me. I don't feel like Monday's the day for calls because you always have no. email stuff that you really have to get to. So that's always a little bit of time. That's OK. Stuff built up over the weekend. You manage that. And then you got to have you got to get into the week. You got to do some work. And then you, know, you want to do I'm some saying. calls Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. You can do calls in there. Like I do okay. our one on one calls with the team are on Thursday. I feel like that's a good that's time. A good it's the yep. end of the week ish. Like can see what people are up to or if there's any issues. Yeah, Monday. No. That that's no. not where it's at. All right, cool. I will put you in touch with my boss and my, my <laughs> yes, CEO at Planet Scale. I'll say, y'all don't need to know who this is. His name is Ian. He's a friend and he has something yeah. to tell you. I'm gonna Come go on. ahead and drop off if you guys can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. I know you yeah, are. I've been in business way I'm longer not. than them. <laughs> I'm on. not willing to do it, trust me. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I got some ideas here. I'm bringing. Listen, in I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm happy happy to talk to you, but these other calls they got to go, man. Yeah, we'll work on it. We'll work. On okay. it. You got to chip away. Get a couple. Get one down. Just start small. Like there's got to be yeah. one that you can move, right? So like just start there, and then work work through the rest of them. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll give that a go. Well, yeah. good weekend. Yeah, nothing too much going on. It's like all kid stuff, 24, 7, 365. Yep. So that's pretty much uh, what was going on. But um, yeah, what were you up to? I know you have a little bit of news. Yeah, we are. We're a minivan family now. Ooh. We did it. I went on. Let's see. I went. So I've been searching for a couple months just because there's one specific minivan that's going to work for us. And that's the Honda Odyssey. Okay, Um, I'm an Odyssey man. Okay, there you go. And the reason is, um, at least in the model year that we got, which I think is a 22. So we we Mm -hmm. bought it used. um, And the captain's chairs. So you got the front seats and then the second row has like bench seats, but you can take out the middle. Mm-hmm. And so then you have captain's chairs and the captain's chairs can slide left and right. So you can like right. shove both of the captain's chairs over to one side and mm-hmm. that gives you a little walkway into the back of the van. Yep. And so we got that one because we're going to put the older twins, which will be two and a half when the new ones come. We'll put them in the back and the newer twins in the front so we can load the newborns into their car seats, shove the seats over and then let the rest of the crew climb in the back. Right. So. 
Are, are they yeah. are they locking themselves in yet, or they still need you back Poorly. there to help them? Yeah, okay. they still yeah. need us to help them. They think they yeah. can do it, but right. I don't want to break it <laughs> to them. Off the terrible at it. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get mad. They get mad when right. we do it. And like, well, you're bad at this. If you were better at this, it would be fine. But you're bad at it. Uh, so yeah, I, I went. Uh, so I've been using Car Gurus. I don't know if you've ever heard of Car oh. Gurus. Oh no, I it's haven't. like a it's like an aggregator. It's very okay. good. Um, so Car Gurus will search dealer dealerships and all of that, and send you yep. an email when something meets your criteria. And mm. they also have a little bit of like price information, so they'll say if it's a good deal, bad deal, great deal, that kind of thing. I don't know how much I trust that, but the important thing is. You set up your search and the emails trickle in and you start to get a sense of it yourself. Right. You start you start to see like, oh, wait, What's I'm seeing there? all of these coming in at this certain price over this certain mileage and that sort of thing. And so you kind of get a sense of if you watch it long enough, you know what a good deal is. And one came in, I think one hit my email on Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. And it was a great it was a great deal. It was a one owner. I think it's got like 22,000 miles. It's a That's ni- not uh, not 19, 2022 model mm-hmm. year. Yeah, and it's, it's the warranty uh, and all that. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's white. It's not that depressing like mom powder <laughs> blue color. Right. Um, and so we got it. I went on Saturday and bought a minivan. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, we've had yeah. two Honda Odysseys. So yeah, um, first somewhat similar reasons like that you could pull out that middle row mm-hmm. we never pushed the row them together we just left it as the captain chairs but there's more room between our kids so like the older ones could go into the back or whatever yeah and uh yeah we got one then we bailed on it and then i don't know oh no well that one had some weird issues or something and then um then we got another one but the second one didn't last as long and my wife had just had enough at that point because we had had like five or six years of minivans and she was yeah. like no I'm, I'm done with the minivan so we got a pilot or something but um yeah yeah so the minivan though there's nothing better than the minivan like when you have Honestly, the little kids and they're little like the two doors both sides plenty of room you can climb yep. in there like the suv is way way worse if you have to deal with more than two kids uh in the back you know car. i i hate I hate to be that guy, but I turned in, I turned in like all of my, my cool cards at the dealership when I got the minivan. So I'm just, I'm just going to be that yeah. guy now. Just it's, better. It. it's better. Yeah. It's, it's just way better. better. It's just lower. It's lower to the ground. Yep. You can push the button and like the doors just disappear. Like the car's 80% yep. doors and right. you can push a button and they just open and you can fly through it. Yep. Um, yeah, it's like a mobile. It's like a mobile living room. I mean, you can you can freaking yeah. you can push a button and get like a camera view of the kids in the back, and you can talk over the microphone to the everybody microphone, in the car. Yeah. It's like, wait, shut up back there. Yeah, how yeah. big is this thing? <laughs> so yep. yeah, it's uh, it's it's embarrassing to be seen in it, but like sure. once you're in once you're inside of it and you enter into that warp field of oh, this is this is comfortable. Eh. You kind of forget. Yeah, about I mean, it. the price is nice. The size is great. I mean, you can double as a truck. Like you could pull those back yep. seats out, and you have like tons of room. Or they go flat. take it to the beach. Yeah, open take up the, the back, sit on the beach, listen to some <laughs> tunes. There you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it'd be like in ten years, you go and you get the the cool car again. You get yourself a little Porsche or something. You know, like, yeah, yeah. You, you can exactly have that right. that situation. In ten years, we'll get a Sprinter van. Because everybody's going to be, you know, big and tall by then. Yep. And then 
when they all turn 16, I don't know what we're going to do. They're, they're just on their own. What am I right. going to do? What are, we, what are we going to do? Buy four cars within two years of each uh, other? This is trick. They're going to have to no share, way. right? Like, the, you, yeah. can't have, you don't want to insure six cars. Like, that's no, insane. Like, are you so, kidding me? Yeah. That, and I hate having extra cars. Like, we had a third car for a little while at one point, And I was like, this is the freaking worst. Like, just the insurance, just dealing with it. Like, yes. oh, we only have two garage bays. Like, yes. the whole thing is terrible. So. Uh, yeah, I don't like the extra cars really at all. Um, I mean, where, where am I even going to put four cars for four teenagers? <laughs> it's, it's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. Uh, the good news is, years. yeah, the good news is by then they'll all be cruising around in self-driving cars underground. Right. So it you won't, won't have matter. to worry about like, it. I won't yeah. have to buy them cars. I'll just have an app and it'll be fine. Exactly. I'll just, Are I'll you... just be paying like a thousand dollars a month. So <laughs> You'll wish you could buy a bunch yeah, of cars. Exactly. <laughs> Are you rolling with a single car right now or you have two cars? Well, embarrassingly, we have three cars. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know how usually you usually when you buy a new car, you like trade one in or you sell it because why would you keep an old car when you get a new car? Eh, It just doesn't make any sense at all. Well, unfortunately, um, Mm. we're about to be a three adult household. Our au pair comes on Friday. Oh, that's right. The au pair. So the au pair is getting Jennifer's old car, which is like Uh, a VW Atlas. So I've got the forerunner. The au pair's got the Atlas. Jennifer drives the minivan. Just completely excessive consumption. But I don't (laughs) know what else to do. I don't know what to do. This is fine. You're not even, you didn't even trade in your cool car. You still got the forerunner. Like that's still like. I still have the forerunner with the blacked out wheels and the lift. Yeah. Yeah, No, not a lot of tech inside. Like it's, that's the cool hotness these days. So you're still cool. Four wheel drive, blacked out rims, mud tires. Have I ever taken Uh, it off road? Hell no. No way. (laughs) But it looks so cool. Nah, when you see me fun. going through the drive-through at Chick-fil-A, I look awesome. There in you that go. Thing. So you're so. set. You're you're golden. Yeah, you can still I'm still, get out I'm still good. Yeah. yeah. I know I do hate when I don't trade in a car though, because like you get that, you know, there's a tax difference when you trade in I a know. car, you save a bunch on taxes and I know I was trying uh, to strong arm the guy, but I didn't have any leverage at the yeah, dealership. No so I was like, I'm not, I'm not trading it. He asked, you know, so you think about trading it in? I was like, I don't know, man. We'll see. <laughs> we'll have to talk numbers. Meanwhile, knowing I got nothing here. You, you, you win. I want this car. Yeah. When's Au Pair come, you said? November? Friday. Oh, Friday. Oh, wow. Friday. Yeah. Awesome. That's so, great. If you have any fun, like German anecdotes. Please send them to me because uh, I got nothing at this point. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I'm sure she speaks good English, too. So you'll be. She right. does. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking wow, for more like more like, uh, hey, how about this uh, German thing? Like, well, <laughs> sausage and stuff. Right? And stuff. Yeah, right, yeah, so right. That's the best yeah. material I have. So clearly you got. Yeah, I need some help. Oh, man. Well, I'm excited for next Monday now. I feel like we almost need to wrap this up. Just go right to next Monday. I, like, I know. I'm gonna, I want to hear all about it. It's going to be au pair hour. I want to get know. all the details on this. This is You can really freak exciting. her out and be like, hey, you want to come in and join this podcast? <laughs> Day this, three? Is, yeah, this is my friend yeah. Ian. You don't need to know anything else. <laughs> Just a random internet guy. Let's spend an hour. Yeah, on, but whatever you do, don't bring call. up Monday meetings because he's going to go off. But other than that, he's a nice guy. Uh, I like this plan. Uh, we, you know, I don't usually like podcasts with the third wheel, but then every once in a while it does kind of work. So you never know. Maybe the au pair is a secret weapon. You know, the au pair is a content strategy that has not been tried nearly enough. Has I not think. been tried. I've you never seen a podcast You just don't see it very it. much. I like this idea. All right. So you got the minivan. Good. 
You're going to love that thing. It's going to be Thank great. You. It's the best thing ever. Wife's going to hate it, hate everything about it. You're going to hate it when you drive it. But throwing the kids in the back, so awesome. Load them all Nothing up. better. Um, cool. All right. What's next here? So I, should we stick with uh, a little bit lighter fare? Yeah, let's 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 stick with the the only somewhat technical finish out the weekend talk. Jennifer and I had a discussion. Mm. So you know Taylor Swift, right? It's my favorite. My you favorite non-rap artist, Taylor Swift. So she's getting a lot of crap because she's going to NFL games, which mm-hmm. why is that her why is that her fault? If she's if she's going to NFL games and <laughs> the, the cameraman puts the camera on her, why is that her fault? Okay. So yeah. that's not even the point of the conversation. Right. Point of the conversation, Jennifer and I were having this talk this weekend about how the NFL needs Taylor Swift more than Taylor Swift needs the <laughs> NFL. Because, and this was my stipulation, that Taylor mm. Swift is maybe the most famous person in the world. And so then she and I started Mm. talking about who is the most famous person in the world. And the only other person that I could come up with was Lionel Messi. Ah, And so I thought, who favorite things I thought, honestly, it's such a shame (laughs) that Messi is married to his childhood sweetheart and so happy and so wholesome because if Taylor Swift and Messi got together, whoa, that that would be incredible. Yeah. It just blew my mind there for a second. I know. So the question is, is who's the most famous person in the world? And I thought, Maybe huh. Barack Obama, but that's a little old school, old news now. Maybe the Pope, but honestly, I think more people know Messi yeah. than the Pope. I think definitely Messi over the Pope, uh, especially if it was like the concept of the Pope, maybe, but the yes. name of the Pope. Like, I think Messi definitely, no by name, I think Messi's got the Pope for sure. Um, yeah, I was going to say like a U.S. president, like possibly Obama, possibly Trump, uh, yeah. you know, maybe even the current one, whoever Biden, right? Like maybe the current president is always the most famous. I don't know, but then, yeah, you would think I don't know. Like I don't know. Like in South America, does everybody know the U.S. I president? Know. Like I don't know. Like they all know Messi. That's for sure. And they all and, and they all know Taylor Swift. Knows, surely they all right? know Taylor Swift. I would think. I know soccer is one of those crazy things though, because we don't get that. We don't get the vibe of it in America unless you're yeah. more into it. But like soccer is just the thing everywhere else in the whole world. And they don't talk yes. about really like that is the sport in the whole rest of the world for the most and, part. And the religion. Um, right. Right. And then all these places that love soccer, there is pretty much only soccer. Like there's not yes. like in America where there's like four big sports and yeah, the NFL is right. the biggest, but baseball is pretty big too. And NHL isn't really that small and basketball is not really that small. Like, no, like there's just soccer. Um, and maybe there's some secondary sports, but they're way, way smaller than soccer. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, um, Messi or Taylor Swift? It's very hard because obviously. It's hard, right? U.S. Taylor Swift crushes Messi. Although Messi now yes. made a huge game Although, here. Like, mm-hmm. In the past, you know, six months or whatever, he's This, he's this come is up the discussion. Lot, so. This is you yeah, Jennifer. We're having the exact same thing. Yes. It's very tight. I don't know. And it, could there be anybody else in the mix? Very the hard. only other person, yeah, the only other person, honestly, that I thought of was Cristiano Ronaldo, but I feel like Messi right. is yeah, equal Messi's to bigger. or greater than Cristiano Ronaldo. I think definitely now that Messi's taken over the U.S., I think he's But bigger. Ronaldo's taken over the Middle East, right? Yeah, but he's disappeared. Like, nobody talks about him in soccer yeah. anywhere. Like, he's just That's gone. That's true. I feel like I literally haven't heard anybody say his name since you said it. He's got a now. billion like dollars, <laughs> but nobody ever thinks of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, he's got the money, yeah, but like, a pretty he's good totally way to go, irrelevant. Like, yeah. yeah. But see, Messi's going to have a billion dollars, too, and he's going to be mm. super famous along with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go, man, it's really hard. I might, I might actually go Messi. I think I might go Messi. That was my I just conclusion. think there's like, 
Yeah, yeah, because I just feel like there's little villages in the middle of nowhere that yes. like they know Messi, and I don't think they know Taylor Swift. And uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Messi. But it's that. It's that's close. where I landed. Yep. Okay. I will. I will. Dave, if you could cut this part so I can send it to my wife and tell her that Messi <laughs> is the most famous person in the world. It was she, honestly, she it was, it was pretty Swift. back and forth. I think she did yeah. go Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't really fault her, but I would just. I, I think it's close for sure. I think well, I'm gonna go Messi. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Okay, glad we got All that right. one out of the way. We agree. We agree again. That's good. I like All right, it. do we want to do we want to move on to something somewhat technical? Right. Yeah, let's do let's do an update. You got the screencasting.com. Got the screencasting. Got the screencasting.com. Got all the vectors pointed in the right direction. Um, yeah, sales have continued to come in, which is nice. Okay. Um, yep. I've done a few. I've done a few podcasts doing the oh. you know the podcast friendly tour. Oh, I saw that one. Um, yep. Mm. I did uh, Indie Bites with James McKibben. I did Arvid Calls that hasn't come out um, as of right now, the bootstrapped founder. Um, so I've, I've been doing a few of those. I'm going to try to get mm. on the Lemon Squeezy podcast. Lemon Squeezy oh, is my yeah. payment provider. And James McKibben is actually the contractor that runs the Lemon Squeezy podcast. So I'm going to try to get on that one oh, yeah. as well. And they're and a then, shop, so... They are. That's right. They used to have uh, Claudio Decker working there. And then... Um, there's a, so, you know, Daniel Vassallo on Twitter, the small bets guy. I don't think so really, or not okay. like, I'm not, I don't follow him anyway. All right. Well, th this is a good setup. So well okay. done, Ian. So Daniel good. Vassallo on Twitter, um, runs this community called small bets and he's the guy that's basically like, you should have a lot of projects right. that you ship out. He's like the the adult One a month Peter kind of thing or something. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And so you ship out a bunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Peter. Uh, yeah. You ship out a bunch of projects, see what works, double down on that. Um, mm -hmm. And he, he can be a little controversial on purpose, you know, as mm -hmm. marketing. Um, as, as it goes. As it goes. Um, but he's got this community called the Small Bets Community with several, either hundred or a few thousand people in it. And I'm going to give a screencasting webinar to Ooh. this community of which I am a part. I was in cohort right. number five or six of this small bets community. So early on. Oh, um, so I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, do you want to be an affiliate? And he said, no, why don't you come and give a webinar? We'll pay you for the webinar, which I'm like, okay, you yeah, have my interest. <laughs> yeah. And you can also talk about your course as much as you want, but basically I'm going to go give a one hour, or maybe 45 minutes or something webinar to, uh, that community and so far it's got like a hundred registrants which mm. is good but it's also goes into their evergreen like content library and so they've got stuff right. on like you know how to grow on LinkedIn how to do your finances and I'll be I'll be alongside that in the you know the content library so yeah like I feel like that's a good I, that's yeah, a good, a good I strategy love that idea. I really like that strategy a lot. Um, that's one I have to say I haven't really thought of before. And I think I really, I'm going to steal that for a little bit down the line here for our, our stuff because yeah, people are always looking for content. If they have some type of group or organization, there's always like, well, they do something monthly or they do something semi-annually and they're always looking for people to talk at it. That's interesting and different and outside mm -hmm. their sphere of what they normally do, uh, but still kind of relevant. So, yeah, I like that idea of like going out and maybe finding some more things like that. Um, yeah. Well, that's sort of the thing, too. Like, it's also interesting what he said about affiliates, because I feel like this is like the eternal thing with affiliates is unless you it's just like 
it's just not that much money and it's hard to find no. people for where that much money is going to motivate them. Yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, even if you're very generous with it and you're doing 30% or 40% or 50% even, right. It's like, well, it's a hundred dollars. And I how know. many of these can I actually sell? I know. And am I going to really do a whole bunch of work to sell three or four of these things and make $300? No. Like, so that is where the affiliates, um, even with the SaaS stuff, like in my stuff that sometimes can be thousands of dollars. It's like, Still, and we have an affiliate program and there are a few people in it and they sell a little bit and whatever, but it's not a big mover because it's just hard to make it um, yep. that way for most sales, for especially for like kind of Twitter people who are like, well, I'll write yeah. a blog post or I'll do that. You know, like they're not out there trying to sell to major corporations and close a $30,000 sale. They're just trying to, you know, get some people from the internet to click through and that's going to yep. usually be a smaller sale. So, yeah, I feel like the affiliates. or i haven't done it well or i feel like affiliates aren't great but it's just it's i haven't been i haven't been super um blown away by any affiliate sale and and maybe it's one of those situations where it's like an uneven distribution you have 99 affiliates that get you know a sale or two and then you have one affiliate that comes along and they're like i'm gonna set up a whole funnel around this and sell through a thousand of them it's like yeah all right well i guess i'll you know expose myself to that luck and see if it happens but it hasn't happened yet um, yeah, I think there's also like these worlds where like it fits in better. Like I know like ConvertKit did well with them for a time and yeah. stuff like that. But there was like all the email providers had it. And yep. so like people had these whole websites that were just like choose your email provider and like they're yeah. ranking in the SEO. And since they just have it all the major email providers, it was like this was like their whole side business was like having it doesn't matter if you click ConvertKit mm-hmm. or MailChimp or whatever, they're going to get 20 percent or whatever and in and perpetuity so right with software right. they got Convert it in kits was in perpetuity um i think they might have changed that uh but That's at crazy. one point it was um so yeah so you could like build up some recurring revenue there and whatever but um actually help spots is is in perpetuity too currently uh but again like still it's not quite the same because there's not there isn't the rest of the ecosystem doesn't really have big affiliate programs either right. so it's like there isn't this whole world of like people optimizing for that um so, yeah, my, I like this idea of out, out, kind of going out and talking to bigger groups. And, hey, if they're paying you for it, even better. Well, I know. Why it's is amazing. that bad? That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, that'll be good. And then we've got some, like, we still have, uh, we still have, I've still got some teardowns that I'm going to release. And I've still got some, you know, screencaster um, spotlights that I'll continue to work on and release. Yeah. And then... Um, gonna get. I think I'm gonna do the the idea that you and I talked about that I'll take joint credit for, even though it was your idea completely. Yeah. But now it's just lost to history. Who had what idea? It's just you know there there yeah. was a good idea on the show, <laughs> so we'll call it fifty fifty. Yeah. But that idea that we both had about renting camera gear and yeah. talking about specifically how do you set it up for webcams, zooms, screencasts? I think that's going to crush. Like, I think so dedicated pages and, or even if like you go both ways, right? Like you have a YouTube video about it. That's like super dedicated to it. And then that video is embedded on a page that has a bunch of text about it and whatever, like both angles there. I think that would be, I don't know. I feel like that's going to do really well. Obviously. I mean, the thing always with SEO is going to take six yeah. months or whatever, right? Or eight months or whatever it takes. Um, it's going to take a while to build up. But if you can get some links to it and get maybe a little bit of attention on it just to get it going and get yep. it out there, uh, yeah, I really think that that should do a nice baseline. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like um, augmenting it or even making the main thing, the YouTube channel or yep. the YouTube video on that, 
Yep. It's going to boost it. It's going to shorten that timeline a whole lot. Because when I release yeah. when I release stuff on the Planet Scale channel and I look at like, you know, the external versus YouTube browse or whatever, you know, the external is usually like 25 or 30 percent of people come mm. from outside of YouTube. And 98 yep. percent of those people come from Google search. Right. And yep. so I feel like that's just going to that's going to boost or shorten that timeline of people yep. actually finding the content by putting it on YouTube. Yeah, I agree. Especially because Google these days really doesn't like it's so buried natural SEO, um, yes. native SEO and whatever and organic SEO, I guess I should say. And so it's always looking to put like the videos at the top or a, its own box at the top or whatever. Right. So if you are in the videos there and yeah, and like we talked about, I mean, even when you search the specific camera models, there's like very rarely a direct video on it or the yes. one or two there are. It's like terrible <laughs> you know, it's like yeah not, or, not or well it's done. like so i've watched a few of these and it's like the canon m50 all of the features it's like i don't want right, all the features right, exactly it's always that i oh, want it's you to show there, me yeah. how to set it up so that i can look awesome on a meeting or on yep. a screencast or whatever yep. and it's like well okay if you're gonna use it for outdoor videography and you're like i'm not <laughs> yes. I, I don't want to <laughs> Yeah, coming from that place of like, I'm going to buy this camera and I'm only using it to set it up behind my desk to do stuff yes. over streaming video or recording video from my desk is just its own very specific niche with yes. its own requirements. And yeah, there's just very rarely videos directly about Se that. Several of the videos I watch don't even talk about the wired battery. So it's like, right. you know, the, the faux battery that you plug into the mm -hmm. wall. And I'm like, that's step zero. If you're going to use it as a webcam, <laughs> gonna you got to have a battery. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I do feel like there, I do feel like there's a content gap there. And if I can, yep. if I can pull off like renting all these from a local, there are a couple of rental places in Dallas. Um, so that'll, that'll be, I feel like fun and really good content. So yeah. And on the, on the Sony's, I'll give you a tip. You don't actually need the faux battery. Now the newer ones have the USB-C and you can just plug USB-C into a USB-C brick and power it that way. Or even what? just USB-C off the computer. Although that changes the video. The way I run it is USB-C into a power brick and then HDMI into the cam link is into the way the I currently link. run it. But um, okay. there are some different options there. But yeah, so... But exactly. Hey, so having when it, you when you hear that exact phrase come out of my mouth on the video about the Sony, don't just don't <laughs> don't source me. Don't leave a comment that said I came up with this idea. Aaron stole all my good ideas. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, who's this Ian guy? He's blocked from my channel. Oh, too much. But all right. So I like that. Awesome. So screencasting.com, the domain ongoing. Yep. Everybody Producing go buy funds. it. Go buy it. If you haven't, go check it out. Um, cool. So, all right, let's do some Laravel stuff, some other stuff here. I saw Laracon India opened RFPs. I think it might have been today or yesterday or something like that. Yep. Um, I don't know. You going to Laracon India? The apparently the most thrilling and exciting and dancing conference on the planet from the videos it, last year. I know it's so tempting. It's like it, it is seems tempting. Like so different. I know they. I, I watched all these videos, and that that conference looks like. A freaking blast! They're like up on stage eating fire and then <laughs> lift Taylor's Carrying crowd Taylor surfing. Around. Yeah, yeah. I'm like what is going on? So I don't know. Seems awesome to me. However, I looked it up and uh, Texas not close oh, to India. Really? Yeah. I I searched this one first this time because last time I was like, 
oh uh, yeah vermont i'll just drive there and then i got in the car and was like holy crap so i looked it up first this time uh india yeah far away so Texas is i don't sort know shape like india a little bit but that is true maybe that helps. they're far yeah. apart yeah maybe yeah maybe very far help. you'll have like seven month olds or whatever i don't know actually I yeah i'll have like 40 kids at that is, point but, when right. yeah when is <laughs> when is laricon india do you remember you know i don't even remember now is it like february no it can't be february that would be good to know laricon india laricon.in exciting podcasting is yep people and... listen to us type hey how oh it doing? is february is it February 25th yep I no, think when it's I, not. Oh, no, it's old. <laughs> oh, this is 2023. Oh, wait. It's March 23rd, oh, 2024. There, oh, there it is. They tricked me. Yep. They did. They they it's tricked a, you by leaving up their old website, I guess. They have a um, badass logo. The logo is I know. Rocking. The 2024 logo is off the hook. Like, whoever did that logo is props. thing is great. So, here's the deal. March 23rd. Let's see. November, December, January, February, March. Four month olds. No way. You love no going way. to India with four month olds. No way. <laughs> you bring them with you. That's what you I'm do. I'm not. Listen. 24 hours of flights. No, no big deal. Freaking four kids. Way. That's never going to happen. Yet, you take all the kids to the conference. The wife stays home, gets a breather. Oh, yeah, for sure. I like, I like this idea. This is going to you know, You know, legally, I can't even, I can't fly that way because there aren't enough adults oh, for the oxygen like masks. A, yeah, there's like a there's be. like a limit that right. we bumped into at some point because I think in a row of three you can't have two under three or something like that. So regardless of all the other absurdities, uh. I can't even legally fly with them. So <laughs> Laricon India is gonna be a miss uh. for me. Man, it's all happening at once, isn't it? Laricon EU is yes. I think in February. I, Laricon yeah, Australia I so. is coming up soon. Yeah, that's and then Laricon sooner. India is in March. Yeah, EU is February fifth. I'm sure I got that one right. Um, and AU. Is... There's a lot of Laricons, man. I know there's too many Laricons now. Whoa, 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 whoa! There's, not, there's, <laughs> not, there's not too many Laricons. I know, there's I just enough Laricons. Laricons. Um. And then Laricon US rumored to be in Vegas. Ian loves Vegas. I love Vegas. I we're love never we're, Ian, we're never Vegas. gonna see Ian. There's <laughs> gonna be love conference Vegas. talks going on and you're gonna be at the blackjack table. You will not see me. Now how I play that, if I have an actual work thing in Vegas, the play there is you just you just have your vacation time before and or after. So and I'll, or. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> And or, <laughs> you know, depending sometimes, like depending how the dates work out, you might need to do depending like on a how day the before, before day after. you might stay after and like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got to chase right. the losses. That's how you get them. There back. you go. That's how it's that's how that very that's exactly right. You got to chase your losses. Um, so I see I'm only playing poker, so it's not I'm not uh, uh there is a skill element to this. Oh, it's, not, it's, not the, actually gambling. it's not you, actually you, gambling, you're, you're, it's, it's a skill, okay. it is a skill. Yeah, spoken like a true degenerate. Poker's true. not actually gambling. It's not. Any one hand could be gambling. You're, you're, not, you know, your you're, sessions, you know, you're not even really not playing gambling. against the house. You're playing against the other you're people not. around the table. You are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, that's correct. Listen, uh, I know all the lines. I know all the true. lines. You're not, you're not gambling. We're going to convert it, you to sure. poker. I like you. poker. Okay, I love good. poker. I'm not Great. very good at it, but I like it. So we're going to go always talking about like 
pot odds and yeah, you know, a little math. Well, you like math? Oh, I love math. But listen, I don't want to know like, what, oh, what are the pot odds here? Oh, that's a donk bet. Like all these words. I don't. You already got it all. I, I, I don't know, I don't know what it means. I know what they say, but I don't know what it means. I'm like, well, I feel like my cards are good, so I'm going to bet. That's kind of how I play. I could teach you in like 20 minutes everything you need to know to be better than 90% of the other players. Yeah. I do yeah, like I'm being better than 90% of people. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe we could do that. That would be fun. And, if, and okay, so listen, here, here you go, Taylor. Mm. You should make it, make it happen in Vegas. So Laricon yep. US is officially in Vegas now. That's spoken We've here on the on Mostly that. Technical Podcast. We're dropping and then these. we should have a, a pre-Laricon Laravel Poker tournament run Ooh. by Ian. Official Poker Tournament of Laricon. That would actually be interesting. I wonder if we could pull tournament. that off. And you know, I don't know, we can get bracelets made. Don't you guys oh, love bracelets? A, we could, oh, yes, we love bracelets. We'll get bracelets. We, you know what we could do? We don't even, it doesn't even actually take any work because like in Vegas, there's tournaments running at a bunch of the different casinos like every day. So we just pick one to say we're all going to go to that. There you go. That's the official. We just go there. We make the bracelets as a side thing. That's right. And then we're all there and it'll be like, 30 other randos in with us and then Laravel people. But they're a bunch of losers. We're smarter than yeah, them. I know, because I'm going to teach everybody how to They're be better teach than everybody. them in 20 minutes. It's no okay. big deal. Oh, so that was a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. <laughs> now, hustle. Now, now we're, yeah. Now uh, we're running a scam. I like that. Here's the thing. You gotta, you gotta, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna go through all the 20 <laughs> minutes of stuff now, but I will say you, the main thing is you also have to, you can't play the lowest stakes. The lowest stakes you pay too much to the house, even though you're not oh, playing the wow. house, but you're, you're paying, paying too house. much rake to the house. So that make, does make it harder to actually be profitable. Do you want to be okay. one up at least from the base level? Do you want to play two five? Two and five. Then a few little tips and you will be better than everybody else out there. All right. I'm in. So right, okay. officially Laricon US is in Vegas. Sign up Vegas. to our mailing list to hear about I the book tournament. <laughs> Vegas is so great. Vegas is definitely where I want to have. I need a condo in Vegas at some point in my life. Like, you know, no, no state tax. I love that. Mm-hmm. There's, it got the desert. I love the desert. Oh yeah. Desert. What's not to love about the oh, desert? The desert is the unbelievable. Sand and the no rain and the heat. Oh yeah. It's, it's awesome. not even that sandy in the Vegas desert. They got the little trees and the bushes and stuff. You got the mountains. Oh wow. Yeah. Trees and bushes. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, desert hey. sounds awesome. Desert is awesome. What's, what's to love about the desert? Oh, I love the desert. It's like it's so different you than here. First of all, the here we have all these trees and all this stuff and oh rivers. The gosh. desert, you just have like it's like reds and browns. Man, it's you're like, gonna yeah. listen. Wait till you hear about the moon. There is nothing up there. You're gonna love it. <laughs> it's like the desert, but worse. You're gonna love it. I mean, what Texas? Texas is almost a desert, right? What's going on okay. in Texas? First of all, how dare you? <laughs> no, I live. I live in Dallas. It's hot, but it's we hot. don't. Yes, we have here's the thing, lots of here's the trees thing and grasslands. And do you really grasslands? I don't know. Really I, I was going to say grass, and then I added <laughs> lands, and it felt a little. I felt I heard it coming I out. No, yeah. here's what all I remember about Texas. I've been to Texas, I think, only once. Um, it was farther south than you. It was down San Antonio. Yep. But everything was brown. Like everything's yeah, brown. That's San like, the road yeah. is brown. Yep. They like, make the road out of something brown. I've never seen yep. that before. The side, everything's brown. 
So yeah, that's like, San Antonio. I mean, you're like one step from the desert. Like maybe it's no, not no, like but San Antonio desert, but is one close. step from the desert. San Antonio. Sorry, Chris Fideliper, who's listening. <laughs> He's moved. San, now, so San Antonio's okay. lame. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. Oh, not a San Antonio fan. Interesting. Not a San Antonio fan. They have All bumper right. stickers that are that say like you know how they have keep Austin weird bumper stickers. Right. They, they have some for San Antonio, and I don't remember the exact word, but it's like keep San Antonio boring. Basically, <laughs> it's like yeah, San Antonio is kind of boring. All right, so you so, have, so now I don't know about this. So I knew Austin is its own thing from like yeah. the rest of Texas, but now is Dallas its own thing from the rest? Oh, like for sure, from the the south of Texas or whatever. Yes, it's got its own for vibe. Sure. It's got its okay. own vibe. Um, the less charitable take on Dallas is that it's a lot of oil money and finance bros and okay. rich people. Right. Um, the maybe more neutral take is that it's like not as hippy drippy weird as Austin and more just right. like normal city more middle of the um, road. Yeah, yeah. But like the view. So if you ask someone from Austin, Houston or San Antonio, what they think about Dallas, it'd be like, Oh, rich snobs for sure. Right. And those definitely do exist. Like if you go over into, you know, certain parts of Dallas, it's very rich. Uh, yeah. Lots of, lots of old money up here, which I don't, I don't super get. I guess it's oil from way back. Yeah, I always but, picture Houston. Houston is my oil money city. I feel like yeah. that's oil money, but I don't know, maybe that's not accurate. That's just what I project onto it. But then I, think I guess you have more, Dallas for this TV show from way back do. where you were that's born. Right. So I don't know. I think there are more oil there. operations in Houston because you're down near Galveston and the Gulf. And right. so you have more like actual operations. Ooh, that's refining money. That's yeah. old refining money, shipping money. But in, in terms of like actually like the... You know, the financing money, the and the operating of the businesses. I think a lot of that mm. happens up here in Dallas. Um, okay. And lots of commercial Dal- real estate bros up here, too, which is not great. But Is Dallas like the New York City of Texas, then, you would say? Yeah, like except like it doesn't suck. Hub. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have time. We don't uh, have we time. Don't, I, I, I hate New one. York City. Yeah, we don't uh, have time. You, see, because you're never with me. There's garbage everywhere. you go with me. You'll have a great time. There's no garbage. Are you going like to remove city in the all world. the scaffolding along oh, every single road and there the guys pooping in boxes? Okay. Yeah, the scaffolding is so they don't drop stuff on your head. Right. Because they're always, they're always where it feels so claustrophobic. You're locked in. You got to come to New York City with me. That's New York City is the worst. No, it's the best. Oh, man. I, we, this might be the end of the podcast, everybody. This could be it. <laughs> this might be the last episode. Next we'll week, it's it just going to be Ian and the au pair because Aaron has been booted. <laughs> In New York City, live from New York City. Yeah, live from New York City. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, All that's right. the Laracon India segment somehow. There we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, talk, we talked about everything but India. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't think I'm going out of there, but uh, I want to go at some point. I got to get out there. Yeah, same. Um, all right. So we got, let's go, we got a Laravel item. We do. Uh, this came up in the last, uh, yesterday, I think it was. Um, yeah, tee us up here. Our, I got to bring up the tweet. Um, but uh, uh, Christoph Rumpel, who a fan of the show, I believe, and just friend of the Laravel, uh, noted this method that I was not aware of. And I'm curious if you are aware of this. The soul, um, I guess it's a, what would you call it? Yeah, alpha collection, right? I guess it's a soul method, you'd call it. Um, I always use first when I just want one. Yep. And that's his point is that you could use first, but soul is better than first because it ensures that only one um, item is even in the collection, which is kind of amazing. And if you have like four items in the collection, that's going to throw an error, uh, not just give you the first one like first does. So what are your thoughts here? 
Um, so <clears throat> didn't really know about this method. Haven't didn't actually used it. Saw the tweet real time and was like, oh, that's interesting. I like that. Um, I think I like it. I think I like it too. So soul, S-O-L-E, meaning like singular. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's an alternative to the collection first method. And so the docs say that the soul method returns the first element in the collection that passes a given truth test, but only if the truth test matches exactly one element. So I think the... I think the difference here between soul and first is that soul has a like an enforcement mechanism to ensure that the collection only has a singular item. Right. And where that where this can be helpful is if you are so like let's say you have a you know you've got a collection of whatever what is this his is videos. So you've got a collection of videos and you want to pull a certain video out of the collection. It is possible that there are duplicates in there. And if you use the first method, you might be pulling one or the other. But if you use the sole method, you're going to get an exception. I presume it's an, it throws an exception. Yeah, but you're going to be alerted that, hey, there are actually two of those items in here. And you probably just want there to be one. And so it feels like the first method with a little bit of um, safety or extra assurance. Is that how it strikes you? Yeah, that is. And I think his point initially was to use it in tests so that the test, you know, where you expect there to be only a single item that there is in fact only a single item. It's like actually checking for that. Um, But I even thought in production, it's kind of interesting because like this would actually alert you when there, you know, there's lots of times where you think there's only one record, but what if you actually are and something's wrong in the database or whatever, and there's actually hundred records and yes, uh, whether it's just performance wise or you have an actual like data issue um, either way, like to be made aware of that uh, by getting an actual error is pretty interesting. I think um, I wonder if this is on the, <clears throat> the database builder or the query builder as well. Do we know that? Or is it just a collection method? I think it is. I think all the collection methods just about, or maybe actually all of them can come off of the, uh, yeah, you know, so there. if you execute the query, you're going to get back an eloquent collection, which will then have right. all of these methods. But I wonder, yep. is there is this method like, like on the database level? Uh, it's not because um, he not. actually po- he pasted the code for it. Uh, it's just uh, like taking the collection, counting it. Um, yeah, actually, okay. there's a second. Uh, the, there's a thread. The second item in the thread shows it, and it's just like mm. if it's zero, it throws an exception for no records. If it's more than one, it throws an exception for multiple records. Gotcha. Um, and then otherwise it then just internally calls first actually. Um, so it's actually oh, like a wrapper for first. Uh, we love a wrapper. We love, we love, love a, a conven- we love a convenience wrapper. I, I think that's it. great. There's this old school PHP person in me that I can just never, it's so hard for me to get away from him. But when I see things like this, I'm like, man, that's gotta like execute that stuff again. And it's just like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's fine. Like it just calls. It's mm-hmm. that's not slow. It's fine. It doesn't we, make any we difference. Won, we won the war, Ian. It's over. I know. But every, whenever I see these things, I'm like, oh, it wraps it, and that, that's an extra call, and then it's doing these couple mm-hmm. extra checks, and like, what if I'm calling that thousands of times? Uh, but should I use single matter. quotes or double quotes here? <laughs> yeah, Which exactly. one's faster? Like, yeah, I still get stressed about these things, but I gotta. I'm trying to put it aside, but it's very difficult. It's so baked into my core. We have unlimited free compute now, so you can just run stuff over I and over know. and over. 
That's amazing. But yeah, I know. I love these little things. I don't know if Taylor actually made this one or uh, it feels Taylor-ish like its name, at least. The name um, is definitely Taylor-ish. Yeah, but uh, it's pretty cool, I thought. Little helper. Yeah, I, like, I love these I little like helpers. There's I so think... many little things in Laravel now. It's just like I know. these little helpers. I know, you know, I've I don't know if I've ranted here about it, but reading the docs straight through, big deal. You, I think you mentioned that once. Yeah, and this is another example of like, yeah. man, if I had read the collection docs straight through, which I haven't, if I had read the collection docs straight through, right. I would know that this method exists. And yep. you know, maybe I forgot what exactly it does, but I would be able to come back here and be like, oh yeah, there's a soul method that's kind of like the first method. I should go look at that. So haven't done that. Guess I got to do that. The first method has always kind of bothered me a little bit too, because it for basically this reason that I really just want like, cause I'm, I have a query that I know is only returning one thing mm -hmm. and then calling first on it sort of bothers me. Um, so I actually like this even better, just like for my wow. mental model of what's going on. That, like, Somebody yes, that doesn't like the first method. Well, I like the first method, but it's like when you're uh, using it in that said. way, no, that's I just don't like you, it in uh, that particular said, scenario. Go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sometimes I might have a query that's got 50 things, but I know I just want the first one. Then that's mm -hmm. what first is for. But now this is what soul is for. That when I, have, I should only have one. I'm just surprised this isn't available on like the actual query builder. Like first is available as a collection <laughs> yeah. method and a query builder method. Mm. But I guess there's no way. Let's see. Is there even a way to determine soul on a query level? No. You would have to pull back at least two results and then do that in code to throw the exception anyway. So maybe it's if it was going to do this whole exception. Thing, yeah. yeah. So maybe it doesn't I guess matter. it could be on the query level and then it could send the limit so that it only ever returns one for sure. Um, no, you'd have to return two to know if there if was you want more this. than one. Yeah. Yes. For that part. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying if you wanted soul to be a, not do what this does, but you wanted to always make sure it, like if soul was just a wrapper for a limit, yeah, then yeah, yeah. it could enforce that you only get one back, even if the query would have otherwise met, you know, had more. Um, that's what that's what uh, your friend first does, though. Just puts a limit on it. Oh, does it? Uh huh. Hmm. Imagine that. So, so I guess then soul on the collection makes sense, but soul soul on the query doesn't make sense. Wouldn't make sense. That, Interesting. That, we've come to it. That's why it doesn't exist on the query builder. There we go. <laughs> we've independently derived a base truth here on the well pod. now. Well now though, I think that we have a case for first is completely misnamed on the query builder. What do you mean first is misnamed? This gives you the first one. No, it's giving you the only one. So well, it should it be, may be called, the only one, but it's giving you the first one. So it should be called only or soul. Nonsense. You've, no, I think this so. This is wild. No, it's not first. It's, first implies more than one. You can't be the first if you're the only. I mean, you are. You, I can, if, you, if you are you the only, you're definitely only. the first. I understand, but you know what I'm saying? It implies <laughs> that there can be more than one. And th that and case, there, there can, can never be. be more. No, not if you call first on the query builder. There can never yes. be more than one. Because you said that it sets a limit. It does set a limit, but so there, are more, more there, are more in the, there are more in the database. Wait, there may not be. I know. That's fine. But you uh, are guaranteed fine. that you're going to get the first, even if yes, it is the only one. You're going to get the soul. You are going <laughs> to guarantee that you get the soul. But it's not the soul. There may be more in the database. But there's not going to be more in this record set. There's not going to be more in the collection. No. Right. You but we're, are talking getting... about a we're, we're talking about but a database that's true here. method. But first is the same thing. First isn't guaranteeing you the first in the series of results. It's putting a limit there. 
which is the first in the series of results. Well, I guess depending on what you're doing with the rest of the query, but it might just be the only. What if you don't have a where which clause? Which is still the first. It's the first because you limited it, but it's not the first in an order. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm going crazy. <laughs> I'm a soul truther. Uh, open the PR and see how I'm going to open the PR. Yeah, I would love to see I'm that. I'm going to open the PR. <laughs> that's it. He has, that's I mean, most, I don't think that's he the most insane segment no. we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, conflict no, on the podcast. No we've been waiting. We've been. It makes total sense. You've lost your mind. First, no, it first should be soul. Or only. I like only. No, Is there an only already? I only don't seems know. kind of familiar, but maybe not. <laughs> Telling you. I'm going I don't know deep why on that this. tickled me so much. You lost your, <laughs> you lost your mind on that uh, one. It's so wrong. No, it's not oh, wrong. Wow. Good, good tweet, Christoph. I can't tell you. Thanks for Taylor's the tip, Christoph. probably bothered by this. <laughs> no, Taylor not. probably calls first all the time. And he's like, oh, this really shouldn't be called first in this scenario. There's no it's way. It's really only. It's really no, only. I'm I'm crying. That's so <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, no, it should be called. I really oh. think it should be called only. Is actually the the term I would use. That's only. Yeah, that's a good term, Ian. That would be really what, great. One. What about one? Yeah. Is wow. One, one would mm. be a good one too. One. Yeah. That's that would be a great. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> oh. So check out the Soul Docs right. if you soul. want. If you want to learn we, more, we like Soul on collections. At least we, we agree do there. that much. That much we can agree on. We agree. Oh my All goodness. Right. All right. Okay. Wow. All right. What's one Pico? more item here. Yeah. Let's go. Have you heard it? Have you seen this peak? So this is this is like real time. This is yeah, like Caleb. I saw Caleb. Caleb's yeah. looking for a CSS framework. We've got a CSS framework. What are you doing, man? <laughs> so you gotta keep like it in the family. Ten minutes before the podcast, he posted about this. I saw so, that. But see, I kind of like this thing because he was looking for a framework, a CSS framework that doesn't basically like have any options. Like you just throw it in and it auto styles everything with no other work. Like you don't use any classes, it just does something nice for the default HTML. And okay. I actually think that's super awesome. And then, so he found this Pico CSS, which that's what it does. It makes like a modern looking UI, but you don't have anything in your HTML except just like P tags and inputs and whatever. No classes okay. at all. I can, I I can get behind this. So you, yeah, you basically, you write good HTML with, you know, yep. labels, inputs, switches, forms. It looks like, looks like it's real form heavy. Um, yeah, I presume it's mostly that, right? Because I mean, you still would need some stuff. Like, I wonder if it does like grid yeah, does stuff it do or like, not. You know, does it do like pro, like the Tailwind CSS pros thing, where you know, if you write H one, H two, P tag, is it nice typography? Um, I think it does do that, and then it looks okay. like for grid, there is a class for grid, but it's just like you do a div with inner divs. The only class is you know class grid on the wrapping div, and then okay. You know, it just makes uh, a div there, but otherwise doesn't do anything. So I like the, I like the concept of um, like you just write HTML and this is going to go based on tags and attributes, which I always love selecting stuff in CSS based off of attributes. I think that's a really nice way to do that. But mm. I don't know. I I'll be honest. I think I only have I think I only have room in my brain for one CSS framework. And that's, that's Tailwind. Right. I just feel like at this point, Tailwind is like the, it is CSS. 
it is CSS to yeah. me. And when I right. when I me too. when I write Tailwind classes, this is one of the great things that I don't think anyone ever talks about. And I would never talk about Tailwind on Twitter because I don't want the replies. <laughs> I just, want the drama. I, I don't have the energy. Is there even drama? I don't know. Sometimes oh, there's I mean, so there is, much Tailwind like, drama. I feel like it's taken over fully. It's like it has, and so the drama is even worse because right, everybody yeah, feels true. oppressed. So. Right. When I write Tailwind classes, I can visualize in my head what it's going to look like. And I feel like that is just yeah. the best. I can be like, yep. in the code, be writing P2 and think, no, nah, I don't even need to look. This should be a P4 for sure. Right. Yeah. And that feels good to me. This Pico yep. looks cool. Um, but I don't, I could see maybe in what Caleb is doing here is he's using it for like um, screencasts and stuff. And so he right. just wants to be able to focus on the actual markup because I could see, you know, styling being a distraction if you're not teaching that part of, of the stack. So yeah, but this yeah, looks I think good. For those specialized use cases, right? Yeah. Like screencasting, I think it would be awesome. Like it's like, yeah. I'm trying to teach you some code that's whatever PHP or whatever I'm doing. And like, I don't want a bunch of classes in there just mucking up the whole thing. And then, yes. and then obviously like having it render one way, but show it a different way is a huge mm -hmm. pain in the butt. So like this way you can just have it clean or like in documentation, if you have one of these things where it's like rendering examples in the documentation or whatever, it's like, no, here's like something that looks nice. It looks reasonable. Like, yeah, I don't think this is for building your whole, like an actual app in necessarily or anything like that. Yeah. But I do think for this like edge cases where even Tailwind is just going to be more verbose than maybe you want for one reason or another. It's just like, no, here's just like, there's no nothing. There's no classes and it just looks nice and you can take a screenshot or you can, somebody can browse an example and have a reasonable looking uh, example without, and you know, less work for you. You don't have to like think of like, yeah. what should this look like and all that stuff. Um, just throw in this Pico and I, I buy that. Nice. So yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking at the installation docs. You've got install manually, install from CDN, install with NPM. Great. Reasonable. Below that is install with composer. Like when Ooh, are we when are we getting first party like top level billing for installing a CSS framework? This is wow, kind of awesome. I don't know. I wonder who did this. Like I don't even see like Composer require like, you know, Pico CSS Pico. That's interesting. Yeah, that's not something I would have expected there. I don't know. Yeah, is this say, is this friend of the community? The contributor. Yeah, something I'm looking at. Uh, not anybody Lucas LaRoche. Not mm. anybody I recognize. It just feels very PHP adjacent to have. He's in Thailand, so he's in like other circles there. Yeah, maybe. Cool. But uh, yeah, let's see. He only has four repositories. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, picocss.com. So yeah, I'll check it out. I think he's a contributor, right? Or maybe is this an order? Maybe this contributor thing isn't in order. I thought it used to be in order, but maybe not. I could just. Be I think. Random. Yeah, I think Lucas LaRoche no, is the is. top. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's sort of cool. cool. I think for a special use case, I like special use case things, like where it's like, yeah, this isn't for everybody. This yeah. is for this little edge case that's uh, special, and we got a special little thing for it. Yeah, like so if anybody's stuff. using Pico for anything, let us know, because I would yeah. be curious. I would be curious where it really curious. shines. Yeah. All right, man. What else? Anything else we have to cover here? I don't I don't think so. I'm Man, I'm just... You got meetings. I, 
And I got meetings, but I'm just going back to this first soul thing, and I'm just—I can't—I can't focus. We got now you got a there. topic for your meetings. You got to talk about this in the meetings. You be like, listen, oh, we're gonna do a bunch of videos on first because the people out there <laughs> yeah. they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They don't know how it works. They don't know what they're doing. Obviously, it's a knowledge gap, and we need to fill it. Yes, madness. I like it. Yeah, I like that's, it. that's the show. That was a good one. Let's call, I like it. Let's call it there. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to find us, mostlytechnical.com, mostly tech pod on X, uh, and mostly technical podcast at Gmail. If you want to throw in your two cents on Pico or if we should have a sole or only uh, method <laughs> on the query builder. And yes, please, uh, yeah. please send us an email with that. I want to just prove how right I was. Uh, all right. Have a good one, everybody. All right. Talk soon. Bye.